0: When I do all that other stuff, pursuing you emotionally, paying attention to what you need, listening to your emotional needs, and I'm willing to engage with all of that, that communicates that I care about you right. as, a person. as a person. When I just pursue your body sexually, because I wanna to touch all the nice squishy bits and, <laughs> and, and enjoy that part, and I wanna have good pleasurable feelings for myself, it actually feels like I'm more using you rather than pursuing you, that I just want your body, I don't actually want you.
1: Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, why being grumpy actually leads to less sex.
0: Believe it or not, it actually does. (laughs) How do I get my husband to understand that him being grumpy and snarky with me all day does not make me want to be intimate with him in any way? Oh, that's a good one. I've tried to explain it, but he says being nice doesn't work. He's very hung up on sex and pouts if he doesn't get his way, but him treating me like crap doesn't work for me. No, it surely doesn't. No, and this is a topic that happens a lot for Mm -hmm. couples. Because men and women are different, men and women approach sex differently. Right. But what does it do for you as a wife when I am just grumpy in general, when I am surly and...
1: I just, I don't like being around you, period. Right. And I make the choice to be around you, but it certainly does not promote any type of connection or intimacy.
0: There's two different ways we can go in this conversation. One is, what's the meaning of sex? Because if sex is just a physical act, it's not an emotional experience, Right. then his approach would seem to make sense. It doesn't matter how we're connected, it doesn't matter how we feel, sex is just about a physical act, and we should be able to do that anytime we want.
1: Yeah, but I don't think women are necessarily wired that way. Why we- not? Maybe some women are. Women are
0: wired wrong, aren't they? Sex should just be about...
1: Utilitarian. Yeah. Procreation.
0: Not, well, not just about, I, I don't want more kids. Let's not talk about more kids. Let's not, say, let's not procreate anything. I was
1: going say, procreation is... Uh, no, no, no. We're, uh, no, we're done with that for but it, sure. But it's just
0: about orgasm. It's just about feeling good. That's what sex should be about, right? If I'm going to be devil's advocate here and try to speak for a lot of men that I sit with and I see comments and things just in general... Sex is about the physical act of orgasm and pleasure.
1: Okay, Mr. Therapist, you've studied biology. Yeah. And you understand how women work. Yeah. And when our emotions are not connected with that physical act, it's not fun. Right. It's not pleasurable. Which is why
0: women are messed up. Why can't women just make it a physical act? What's wrong with women?
1: Because we're not wired that way. We weren't created that way.
0: Tell me more. By the way, I agree with you, I understand that, but so many men don't. And this is a real significant issue that so many couples have, but I am going to put it more on the men here. I want men to take the responsibility for this because what I hear you saying is men need to understand how women are wired, Right. how their brain works, how their body works, how they work in general.
1: Yes. For women in general, yep. it's not just physical. There is a connection between the emotional and the physical. And when the emotional piece isn't there, the physical piece... Is really hard to come by. Right. If you haven't spent time wooing me in whatever way by kind words or just, you know, doing things for me or just whatever my
0: emotionally attentive.
1: Yes. The physical part for me just takes forever to come around.
0: Yes. Can I give you a hint as to why? If I were to put some pieces together for you. Sure. Because when I do all that other stuff, pursuing you emotionally, paying attention to what you need, listening to your emotional needs, and I'm willing to engage with all that, that communicates that I care about you. As a person. As a person. When I just pursue your body sexually, because I want to touch all the nice squishy bits and, <laughs> and and enjoy that part. And I want to have good, pleasurable feelings for myself. It actually feels like I'm more using you rather than pursuing you. Right. That I just want your body. I don't actually want you.
1: Right. That's very, very true.
0: Am I in the ballpark there? Yes. E- bingo. And I wish more men understood this. And it took me a long time to understand this as well, that the best sex you'll ever have comes after having a deeper emotional connection with your wife. Mm -hmm. And that requires time, energy, and effort and mastery. It is a learned skill. I was not born knowing how to woo a woman, how to woo you, let alone any woman, but how to woo you because you are unique, you are different. And it is my responsibility as a husband, if I'm going to love you the best way that I can, is to know you. The best. Right. Not just all the curvy bits that I, you know, enjoy looking at.
1: Exactly. Well, I think that goes along with a lot of people say that the best sex they have is after they've had a fight. Yeah. But what happens typically after you have a fight? You have resolution and connection. And it's a shame if the only time that couples have really good sexes after they've had a fight because that means that they're not actually working during the rest of their marriage, building that connection and intimacy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is a skill most men are never taught as boys. There's no class out there that says here's how to woo a woman's heart, how to make her feel loved, cherished, appreciated, all these things. Right. There are tummy's growling there
1: no I'm afraid it's gonna pick up on the, <laughs> on the recording it's just all over the place loud we just ate you're, lunch I don't you're, get it
0: you're allowed to let it be on the recording you're not the only one who's tummy growls
1: <laughs> it's okay it's noisy
0: on the other hand, media and the rest of culture and society actually does make sex as a conquering kind of agenda. Right. Men's prowess is dependent upon how many women they bed or if they can get the pretty girl in the school to say yes to them, to, you know, go out on a date with them, or if they can have some sort of sexual conquest. That is typically more of what society espouses for men to be men. Right. And it's a distorted and practically uh, the exact opposite of what pretty much any woman wants out there.
1: The other piece to that as well is just even in the Christian realm where we're supposed to be subject to our our husband and our body is supposed to be theirs and so there's this idea that you have to give yourself yeah. every time your husband yeah. wants it regardless of whether you're there emotionally or not. Right. And that can be very damaging in a relationship.
0: Yeah, very tainted understanding of an important concept in Scripture. Exactly. Because the Scripture that comes before that, and it was usually more important, is men, here's how to love your wives Exactly. the way that Christ loved the church, which is sacrificially, which is giving of himself, which is connected to her and loving her deeply.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And when that happens, a natural result of that is that you are willing and ready.
0: Yeah. And desirous. And
1: desirous of.
0: of experiencing. Well, the way I always describe it is, is if we are close, then emotionally close, then we actually want to be physically close. We want to be sitting next to each other and then sitting next to each other isn't actually enough. We want to actually be holding hands. We want to be touching each other. Mm -hmm. And then that's not enough. We want more skin to skin contact. So that's when clothes start coming off and even that's not enough. And you want to be inside and it just keeps going more. That is kind of the progression and the way that intimacy is supposed to work physically intimacy becomes the manifestation of emotional intimacy Mm -hmm. but again men are not taught this men don't understand this and so we have women like in this letter here who just are heartbroken and are frustrated and are disappointed and crave their husbands to learn this somewhere Mm -hmm. somehow some way right if only there was a podcast out there that talked about this kind of thing right. and maybe explained to men that would what it so would, what it looks like and, and how it's supposed to work, that might be a good idea. We should keep our eye out for one of those podcasts. <laughs> we should. If you're listening to this podcast and you're on either side of this, you're the woman who's frustrated, disappointed... Be careful. Don't just throw this podcast at your husband and go, here, you need to listen to this because that doesn't work for men. Right. That triggers their defensive brain. But if you can enter into some sort of conversation with them and go, here's what I'm learning. Or here's some a real husband and a real wife named Paul and Shannon who are working through their stuff and are willing to be honest and open and vulnerable with the rest of the world out there. Maybe we can learn a few things from them and their journey along the way. Then you can kind of share this podcast with your husband. If you're a husband and listening to this and you're going, this is just weirdness. Why would any dude, this doesn't sound like a dude, you know, that sounds like a woman (laughs) kind of thing. And I have no idea where to begin. Keep listening to this podcast, go back to previous episodes. This actually encompasses one of the six parts of the secure marriage framework, which is needs that last part needs understanding the, how a woman is wired, understanding how you as a man are wired and understanding how your story affects the way you interact or relate to your wife. You have to learn these things. If you're going to get good at marriage, you have to practice it. You have to actually study it. You have to train yourself. You aren't born knowing this stuff. And if you don't take the time, energy, or effort to get good at being a husband, to husbanding (laughs) well, then you're going to have a miserable marriage. That is preventable. That is clearly preventable. And you don't have to lose your marriage or a second marriage or a third marriage. You don't have to be isolated from your kids. And you actually can have a deep, intimate, fulfilling relationship with your wife. It is possible. If you wanna know where to begin, where to get started on that, securemarriage.com. You can actually do a little quiz at the beginning of that website there. it Could do a little assessment on where you fall on the six parts of the secure marriage framework. Or if you just actually want to email us directly a specific question, we actually have a lot of men who do that. Mm-hmm. Paul at securemarriage.com or Shannon at securemarriage.com. And we actually read our email and we actually respond to them. This whole podcast is a resource for couples who want to figure out how to do their marriage better. That's exactly why we're doing it so that you can end up fighting less and feeling understood feeling understood, and enjoying a deeper connection. That's what we're talking about this today. A deeper connection with your spouse. Yeah. That's the purpose. Yep. Other than that, anything else, honey?
1: No, I think that's it.
0: All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you on the next one.
1: All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.